covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hey guys, this is Joe from StartupRate.l. Today we bring you another interview from Barcelona where we attended the EU Startup Summit and recorded those interviews on site. Let me also quickly thank today's sponsor, ExpressVPN. As an entrepreneur, cybersecurity should always be in the back of your mind. I'm therefore happy to introduce you to our to today's sponsor, ExpressVPN. Isn't it a bit scary to know that your internet service provider can see everything you're doing on the internet? I personally use ExpressVPN for some time now. They are rerouting 100% of my network traffic through their secure and encrypted servers. The VPN protects my information, especially while traveling, using Wi-Fi on airports, in co-working spaces, or in a cafe. To get ExpressVPN, just click in the link below, and when you use the link, you will get the first three months for free. Thank you, ExpressVPN. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io bringing you yet another interview from the EU Startup Summit. This time I have a startup from Austria here in the person of Kilian. Hi, can you introduce yourself? Hi Jörn, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Kilian. I'm one of the founders of Refurbed. Uh, originally I'm from Hamburg, Germany. I then lived quite a while abroad, Australia, China uh, and London uh, before I started my career working at Amazon in Munich and building up the whole refurbished program for Amazon in Europe. Uh, after I realized Amazon is not focusing on them, I then uh, founded Refurbed in the beginning of 2017, so six and a half years ago now. Uh, and I guess uh, many questions coming afterwards, so I want to leave it like this. And you guys are officially on many, many Sunicon lists as Refurbed. Yeah, um, we luckily kind of the, uh, the, the scene outside things that we are should be part of the Sunicorn list. Um, for, we are personally not doing really doing it for the just for the money perspective, but really doing it to create an impact. Um, so we take it as a big compliment that venture capital and other players in the market thinks that we are a possible Sunicorn in the future. Um, but for us, it's more about creating an impact and really driving our business in the best possible way. And if we are creating the biggest possible impact, we automatically will come to being a unicorn in the future. You have been talking about living in China and Australia. How did this happen? Yeah, so um, after I finished my high school, I really wanted to live uh, abroad and improve my English to from a kind of school English version to really going into business English. Um, so I decided to go to Australia where I not did the classic uh, work and travel which many of my friends did uh, during this time after high school. But I really worked there. So I worked for an event agency um, for half a year where I was in charge of supporting the, the biggest uh, kind of music stars from Black Eyed Peas, Pink, Jennifer Lopez, uh, and organized their tours and traveled with them to Australia, which was an amazing experience and gave me kind of the foundation for uh, having a proper English now, also working, working level English. And then I did my master's degree in Shanghai because I'm originally from Hamburg in Germany where when you're standing at the River Elbe uh, seeing a lot of ships coming from China so I was always interested in seeing the country where the ships are coming from and uh, the, seeing the economy there. So I decided to do my master's degree in Shanghai. Um, it was nearly exactly 10 years ago. Uh, I was also able to work next to my studies in a startup in Shanghai so I had my first touch point with startups already in China before I then moved back to Europe. Um, is the startup you worked for in China still around? Uh, no, it doesn't exist anymore. It was a startup which created uh, household goods from the ash of bamboo. 
Um, so it was really interesting, like ceramics, like black ceramics. Um, and I did the marketing there. So something completely different, but it already had then like the sustainable touch of reusing existing natural resources like bamboo to create ceramic out of it. Um, so I think probably this was the first touch point of really focusing on sustainability in the startup environment. That, that was what I was going for as well. Um, how did you decide after living in Shanghai, after living in Australia to go back to Germany and what drew you back? I mean, I was literally really open for also studying or working after my studies internationally, but I um, found this job opportunity working at Amazon. And when I then had the offer of Amazon asking me if I want to join them for working for the marketplace department, I thought it would be really interesting because, um, I mean, the biggest e-commerce player, it was, I think, 2014 when I started there. And I just thought learning from the biggest player in the market will help me also in my career after Amazon to understand e-commerce much better than other, other players in the market. And so I just decided of going to, uh, to study in Munich. Um, but then with my startup now, we, fur, uh, we, we are based in Austria. So it took me from Hamburg further south uh, from Munich and then now based in Vienna, which uh, I really like as well. Um, I always tell my audience Vienna is beautiful before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Christmas markets, I think, probably are the, one of the most beautiful uh, across the globe. So I highly suggest everyone who listens to use the chance before Christmas to travel to, to Vienna to see uh, the Christmas markets and, of course, trying maybe a malt wine there as well. For everybody who's not familiar with Christmas markets, they should open sometime end of November and go until Christmas. So you have um, end of November until, let's say, 23rd of, of December to enjoy this time there. Yeah. Um, And as I've seen you, progr you progress pretty fast in the ranks of Amazon. How much did it help you now to build up Refurbed? I mean, I personally think um, having working experience helps a lot. So, I mean, there's often a discussion, do you, should you work before you're founding a startup? So a lot of startups are founded outside of university. I personally think it's really, really valuable to work and getting working experience. So also my co-founder, Peter, he worked for McKinsey as a consultant, learned a lot there about marketplaces and e-commerce businesses. Myself, uh, I was really able to understand how marketplaces are working when while working at Amazon, learning about sales, uh, supporting as a key account manager there, but also learning a lot from different management styles, uh, which I now also able to implement in our own company, kind of taking the best learnings I got from some of my managers and also exclude some of the things I didn't like about the management style. So in the end, it's a bit of a puzzle that you're kind of creating. And uh, I would still say that at Amazon, there are a lot of really bright and interesting people. So I learned a lot and I think um, I, I'm using still a lot of the learnings that I, I was able to gain there for refurbed, um, but with my own personal touch, I would say, and this probably makes it then special. We are always hinting at refurb your startup. Can you first tell us how you actually made the decision to do that? Because I realized in the past there have been many stories on bars late nights. Uh, one of the business angels of the year 2020, Nikolaus, he actually told us um, he made the first decision to invest as a business angel uh, half drunk at a bar on a wedding. <laughs> how, how is your founding story? Yeah, I mean, I personally think that um, Even alcohol is not the best thing that you can that you can take. It still often enables you to be, let's say, more open-minded also for uh, decisions about maybe changing the way you're currently working or future planning of, of your own strategy of your life. So in our case, it was kind of similar. So um, Peter and I, we knew each other from our studies in Shanghai. So um, then he worked for McKinsey, I worked for Amazon. 
but we met over Christmas uh, in Vienna. So kind of uh, as, as you just described about the Christmas markets. So we had a, <laughs> we had a dinner uh, and then went to a Christmas market. We drank a couple of beers, maybe a couple of more. Uh, and then theoretically, really, we decided over the spears that we want to found a company which is a marketplace for refurbished products. Um, and then, of course, it kind of happened really, really fast that we realized uh, we should focus on it. We, there is a huge market. There is a huge possibilities for us to make it happen. And it really, really creates a huge impact if we are able to bring the circular economy, the refurbished products to be the new normality in the future. Um, so, yeah, kind of beers were one of the root courses why we felt profounded. You know what's interesting? We are recording on a Korean cell phone uh, bought <laughs> on refurbed. Even better. <laughs> Happy to hear then that I'm, I'm now like also visible on one of our products. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what you guys are actually doing there? Because my understanding, I was skimming through the website. My understanding is you're basically uh, polishing up taking care of used products, for example, cell phones, headphones, uh, whatever is out there, tablets, and then make them able to be sold again, refurbished and then sold again. Yeah, so we, we as Refurb, we are a marketplace platform. That means that we ourselves, we do not refurbish the devices, but we work with around 250 hand-selected and hand-picked refurbishers, which are really not like the corner repair shop at the train station, but really proper businesses which are using the same materials and equipment like manufacturers of producing the devices. And we're bringing these products, uh, like our refurbishers are refurbishing these products to in up to 40 steps so that at the end of the pro pro process, these products look like new and function like new. Um, and then they're selling them through our platform. And what is really, really important, the majority of our products, they're coming from big companies, like for example, travel companies like Lufthansa or big banks like the Deutsche Bank or other, other players in the market, which are selling their refurbished, like their used company products after one or two years, after they're exchanging them to refurbishers, which are then refurbishing them. On the average, only two components are replaced and that makes it so sustainable. Um, so this is the ecosystem about a marketplace business model. And as you touched, like what kind of products we are selling, we are originally coming from smartphones and notebooks, but nowadays you can also buying from us, for example, household goods like a Hoover, you can buy kitchen products like a Thermomix, you can buy an e-bike, even sports goods, uh, or yoga equipment. So we really extended our product portfolio and directly working with brands like AEG or Kersha that are now also selling their refurbished products through our platform. And this really makes us happy because it brings us closer to our overall vision to really be this one-stop shop for sustainable consumption and allowing every consumer to really buy everything they need for their household or for their private life also refurbished. Awesome. Um, I, I'll link down for everybody who's not from Germany. What is a Thermomix? Yeah, exactly. Please, yeah. A kitchen machine. <laughs> a kitchen yeah. that can do almost everything. Um, you guys are frequently listed as Sunicorns, your big hope of the Austrian and Vienna-based startup scene. Um, can you tell us a little bit how you made those steps to really grow? Did you always have the next step in mind, the next five steps? Um, did you have somebody to coach you? Because many, many um, founders are surprised about what they, when they find out what they have to do to reach the next growth step or the one after that or the one after that. And frequently it helps when they talk to entrepreneurs who've already done so. Yeah, so I personally think that it's really, really helpful if you have a network around you which can also challenge your ideas, your strategy, your perspective, and specifically people which maybe are a couple of steps ahead of your own company size and company growth that you are in. Um, but overall, I, a funny story that I can maybe share is 
historically, when you're starting a company, you're now creating a business plan. Also, for example, to getting loans or support from the government. Uh, and we created a business plan with a five-year plan. And um, when we handed it in, we kind of calculated how the growth will be and what our size will be after five years. And interesting-wise, it literally, we hit it exactly the number after five years that we presented. And uh, the, the person from uh, the governmental loan uh, agreement that we had it with told us that we're one of the first companies ever who literally <laughs> hit the, the, the expected growth target because normally everyone kind of accelerated the potential a bit further than it really is in the reality. Um, so I think we are quite good in planning, but of course, in general, it's for us about really regularly rethink the strategy, the vision that we're having. Um, so when we started, we wanted to be this the biggest refurbished play marketplace in Europe. Um, now we also extend it outside of the electronic category, as I mentioned, through household, kitchen products, even e-bikes or sports, because we see that the potential of the impact that we want to create, and this is in our case mainly environmental impact, can be much, much bigger if we're looking about consumption in the whole, and not only in the electronic sector. So we really want to go in all of this direction and growth in our case means product category expansion it means business model expansion like not only selling refurbished products but also enabling people to sell their old devices back to us through our referred buyback it's about opening the b2b business model so also enabling companies from smes to corporates of buying and selling their uh, equipment sustainable uh, and also of course this means expansion so not only that we are based in germany and austria we started it but we're now also active in Ireland, Sweden, Denmark, Netherlands, and Italy. So that also we want to offering our opportunities of buying refurbished products to many more markets than just Austria and Germany. We are here today in Spain. So I assume Spain, France is also on your list. They're, they're the big economies left in Europe, right? Yeah, so of course, I mean, theoretically, our goal is to be everywhere in Europe as a midterm strategy, uh, maybe also global in the future, but focus first is Europe because we really want to enable people the to have the opportunity to buy products refurbished. Uh, so having a sustainable option of buying and not being required to buy new products. And this, of course, is similar in every country where they do not have this opportunity and this possibility to buy these products sustainable and refurbished. So our goal is literally to go in all of the markets. But of course, for us, it's really important to understand each individual market because there are cultural difference. There are difference in how to attack them with marketing and activities. So in general, we really want to have a specific focus on which market we go next, understand the market, and then hit it as successful as possible to, in the end of the day, really serve the customers and the consumers in the best possible way. I see. And since you're steadily in expansion mode, I would have two questions left. One of them, are you open to talk to new investors? And when are you maybe looking at raising the next funds? Uh, yeah, I mean, as a startup, I think you're always uh, always ready for investment. Um, we're not proactively looking for it, but um, I think like from the business model that we're having specifically also over the last couple of years, how we grew uh, and how the market trends regarding trends towards sustainability, the inflation, which results in less affordability of products and we are selling products which are cheaper than a new product. So also increases our growth in the market. I think we're really attractive for investors. We're also realizing that. So a lot of investors are approaching us. Um, and yeah, we are, we're looking for uh, investment, um, but not in a pressureless way. So we have, we're luckily that we have enough cash on the bank and we are, our goal is to be end of this year profitable, uh, which looks quite promising that we're able to achieve this so that we are not also required to raise capital. Um, but of course, please feel free to reach out if um, you're interested in investing into a sustainable business model, then at least we are able to have a conversation. And the, the last question, when you're con continuously in expansion mode, of course, you're looking for 
uh, new employees, right? Yeah, so I mean, for us, I think it's a lot of, uh, last year we grew a lot. We grew from 150 to 300 people. Um, which was really required to set up the foundation for the company and the different departments, having enough people there which are able to fulfill the jobs. Now we're specifically looking for specialized talents, which are really good in specific business areas. Um, but I think currently we have around 12 jobs uh, listed on our website. So please uh, check them out on our career website. And if you would also like to work for a mission-driven company and change the world for the better, then feel free to apply. And all the links you'll find down here on our uh, blog post in the show notes and of course your LinkedIn profile, the company website and the careers website. Thank you very much. Muchas gracias. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Adios. That's all folks. Find more news, streams, events and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.